Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Two is buried. That was Sauce Gardner coming in hot. Garrett Wilson, here he goes. Goodbye and hello end zone. And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess, Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time to get to know your foe, Cincinnati Bengals edition. So for that, we bring in our friend who covers the Bengals for all Bengals and the podcast. It's always game day in Cincinnati, which as I was talking about with him before we started recording, I love because it's a play on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, one of the great shows of the last couple of decades. Mike Santagata. Mike, thanks so much for coming on. And by the way, how did I do pronouncing your name? You nailed it. Yeah, I had <laughs> faith in you. New Jersey guy being able to pronounce an Italian name? No problem. I told you, I just wanted to make sure I had it down. But like you said, it's New Jersey. We got plenty of Paisans here. So I'm glad that I was able to pronounce your name correctly. Mike, let's talk about this matchup and we'll begin with Joe Burrow. What is going on with him so far? A lot of turnovers. He really seems to be struggling. We'll talk about the offensive line in a bit, but he's getting beat up. Things don't look very good for Joe Burrow so far. Yeah, so it's it starts with he's not playing as well as he needs to or as well as he did last year. And that just happens. You know, these guys are all human. But uh, I have faith that corrects itself. But I also think that this is what also what happens. You go to a Super Bowl, and now teams are watching you. They're watching you, and they're, you know, actually – 
developing game plans probably in the off season for when okay when we we know we play that team and i watch them in the super bowl i watch them in the playoffs you know i've got a an idea and a lot of times we go to the playoffs these coaches are also looking at your scheme like what did they do what can we do like that they did uh so that we can try to make our run or you know get all these explosive plays like they had so i think it's a combination of those two things and then also let's not act like the Steelers defense with Watt healthy and the Cowboys who are the number one defense, I believe by DVOA last year, aren't really good defenses. Like it's the jokes have been made about the quarterbacks the Bengals have lost to, but they played two of probably the elite defenses, at least when they're healthy, like the Steelers without Watt are a completely different team, but Watt played almost that entire game. As you said, you had two top defenses there in the Dallas Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, of course, Watt actually played in that game, which is key. The Jets' defense has been okay so far, although week two they weren't as good. Week one they played pretty well against the Baltimore Ravens. But you may think that Joe Burrow is due for a bounce back because the Jets aren't as good of a defense as the Steelers or the Cowboys. If you do think that, you might want to pick Joe Burrow as one of your player entries to beat the player projections in the Daily Fantasy matchup over at prizepicks.com. And just so you're aware, right now, Joe Burrow would need to get 265 yards against the Jets, which he very well could do. So if you want to pick Joe Burrow as one of your selections, you can. Here's how it works over at prizepicks.com. You pick two to five players, and if they go and score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people, just you versus the projections available. You can do football, NFL or college, basketball, NBA or college, MLB, UFC, whatever you want. Prize Picks has it. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with the promo code PLAJ. If you deposit 100 bucks, Prize Picks will give you 100 bucks. If you deposit 50 bucks, Prize Picks will give you 50 bucks. Don't forget to enter the promo code PLAJ at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to 100 bucks at prizepicks.com. So Mike, Joe Burrow struggling, but part of it absolutely due to that offensive line. Now, Lael Collins looks like he's not going to play tomorrow, but even with the upgrades on that old line, they have been awful. Joe Burrow has gotten tossed around like a lawn dart so far. Tell me a little bit about that old line and their struggles and what you expect to see them try to do to fix that tomorrow. Yeah, so the offensive line, Lael Collins is, even if he plays, he hasn't been what he was in Dallas. I thought he was very good in Dallas. Um, maybe a little bit more as a big moving, move the defense run blocker than a pass blocker, but he's still a good pass blocker. And he hasn't really done <laughs> much of that for the Bengals. There's worry about an injury, which is what we're seeing right now with him not practicing. Actually today, uh, Friday, September 23rd, he practiced to start and left. <laughs> so this doesn't seem great. I think, I think there's something going on here. He had a back injury that held him out almost all of training camp, and that's what's coming up on the injury report. My best guess is he's trying to play through a back injury, and he just he doesn't want to miss time because there's so many incentives in his contract that are game by game. So if he misses a game, he misses quite a bit of money, but he might be forced to. Uh, Zach Taylor did seem fairly confident he plays, which was very surprising to me. This guy hasn't practiced all week. Uh, but 
even if he plays, I don't know what to expect. He seems injured, stiff, something going on. He could still he's still powerful, but overall just not he could be attacked. <laughs> and then uh the offensive line, they're playing below average, but I don't know if they're playing 13 sacks bad. Like I think a lot of that is coming back to Burrow. And while you have to appreciate the big game hunting and the extending plays and things like that, uh, he's dialed it up to like 15 on a one to 10 scale <laughs> at times. Uh, so if he could bring that back down to like a normal range and maybe take three sacks and not because the offensive line is not playing well, you have to help them out a little bit. I do think the Bengals need to get to a little bit more quick game too, just to help both people out. But uh, yeah, offensive lines underwhelmed for being such a big free agency addition. A lot of that's also just these guys haven't played together. There's a lot of mental errors going on, missing guys. There was a big one last week where nobody blocked Micah Parsons, <laughs> which is like the one guy you need to block. So yeah, it, they they're still taking time to gel. They're all they're not all of them. I think Alex Kappen, Ted Karras, and uh, even the rookie Cordell Volsons look solid at times. The tackles have been underwhelming, and uh, it just – I think it did take a lot of the wind out of the sails of Bengals fans who really thought this offensive line was going to step in and be one of top – at least an above-average unit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Mike, before we move on to the running game and Jamar Chase, who is going to be a huge problem and a big test for the Jets secondary tomorrow, tell me a little bit more about the injuries. You mentioned Lael Collins. Who else is on the injury report that could potentially miss the game against the Jets? Uh, the big one would be Jermaine Pratt, the linebacker. He's a starting linebacker, plays 
probably like 70, 75% of snaps usually just leaves the field for dime packages for the most part. Um, he popped up on the injury report, didn't practice early in the week. Then he got a practice in Thursday, but then didn't practice today, Friday. So that one is a true questionable up in the air. I have no idea if he plays Collins with the practice and everything. I, I feel like he doesn't play, but Taylor, the only thing that's leaving me saying that he's not, that he's, like not doubtful is that Taylor sounds like he thinks he's going to play. Uh, I haven't heard too much about Pratt. Usually it feels good when a guy gets the practice in after not practicing, but then when they don't practice again after that, that feels bad. So if I had to guess he doesn't play, which would mean Akeem Davis Gaither takes his spot and they probably don't use very many three linebacker packages. But there is a bit of a drop-off from Pratt to Davis Gaither. Pratt is just an all-around solid linebacker, one of the best players in the Super Bowl for the Bengals, despite the loss. Uh, He's played decently well to start the season. I think both the linebackers are pretty good for this team. But, yeah, he's not the turnover guy. Logan Wilson's the turnover guy. Pratt's more – they like to move him around, put him on the edge sometimes, put him at linebacker. Let him be the guy that matches up man-to-man with people. And Wilson's more of the havoc creator, get interceptions, force fumbles, and play a lot of uh, eyes on the quarterback stuff. Mike, we talked about the offensive line before and how they're struggling, but it looks like they're struggling to open up holes in the running game as well beyond just protecting Joe Burrow because Joe Mixon, who's one of the best running backs in the league, has just not gotten anything going yet. Three yards per carry. Samaji P. Ryan, who spells him from time to time, also three yards per carry. What's going on there? The mental errors in the passing game for the offensive line are actually worse than the run game, it feels like. <laughs> Maybe that's because there's you know a lot of communication on double teams and combo blocks. And the run game is probably maybe slightly more communication than the passing game, and especially when you're changing systems. Passing, the pass blocking will probably have different verbiage, but really when you're passing games, doing all this other type of stuff, a lot of the protection is the same. I do think that, coaches will in the run game be a little bit more heavy on what they want but uh anyway (laughs) just a (laughs) distraction of like giving an excuse for these guys uh it's gonna get better every week the mental errors are there they're letting free runners go they're you know they're also performing in this zone wide zone type scheme you know the old mike shanahan kyle shanahan sean McVay type run game and I don't know if the horses are there for it. Uh, Collins doesn't look as athletic as he was in Dallas, probably because he's hurt. Uh, the rookie doesn't seem to be great on this. He, he doesn't have very many reps of it. North Dakota State ran a bit of everything, but they're more of a power-type team than they are a zone team. And then Karras and Kappa both also came from more power systems in New England and Tampa Bay. So the only guy that really runs it, uh, and Karras is fine at it i think kappa struggles a little bit with this so the only guys that are wide zone type guys are the center who's okay at it karis and the left tackle jonah williams who's been in this system for years so i do think they might move to a little bit more power gap stuff as this as time goes on and uh, that might become more the bread and butter they are doing better on those plays that's where that's where collins looks like the guy you pay because he can actually move guys (laughs) he just runs straight forward and move them he can still do that he can't run on the line and be real athletic, but he can move guys. He's powerful. So I think it fits the team to start doing a lot of this, a lot more of that gap duo type run stuff. And I would think they make that shift, but I don't know if it'll be this week. Uh, 
just so you clean up mental errors and maybe get to a system that fits this offensive line better because Mixon is a really good running back and he's getting the work. He's just not getting into open field. The Bengals have one of the best receiving cores in the NFL with Jamar Chase at the top and then T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, but they haven't really been putting up the type of numbers that you would expect. And of course, that ties back into Joe Burrow's struggles, which is probably why T. Higgins hasn't even cracked 100 yards over the course of two weeks and Tyler Boyd's only got 50. How much of this is the receiver struggling to get open and how much of this ties back to Joe Burrow? Yeah, so the first thing that we have to put a little context on is T did get hurt after the first quarter of the Steelers game, had a concussion. Mm. Uh, So that's why he didn't have such a great game in that one. (laughs) (laughs) He was actually doing pretty well before that. It was kind of a big reason why I think the offense faltered is that they were missing T. Mm -hmm. Chase is now receiving elite wide receiver treatment. They Mm -hmm. always have a safety over top of him. They On goal line situations, they'll just put two guys on him which it's just, you know, he's getting the treatment that you think he should get. (laughs) So (laughs) the other guys have to step up and punish that. And T can do that. He has a touchdown last week. He was doing pretty well in the Steelers game before the injury. Um, But Tyler Boyd hasn't really done enough. He caught the two-point conversion. He's doing fine. Hurst as an outlet just to get into the tight end a little bit is just, I think he's doing pretty well. But you need just everybody else besides Chase to be doing well so that they can lax up the coverage a little bit on that side and get him. And he's still doing well, 180 yards, a touchdown or whatever he's on for the year. And he's half a shoe size from having three or four touchdowns. I swear he (laughs) came down in the Steelers game three or four times. One, he caught the touchdown. But then there's three other instances where he's out of bounds by a hair. So... (laughs) If he had 180 yards and three or four touchdowns, we probably wouldn't be talking about him at all as a disappointment. And he's because I think he's doing a pretty good job of uh, of beating this, you know, elite wide receiver type coverage. But that is why he is also not going off like he used to be able to last year. Defensively, the front seven for the Cincinnati Bengals, we know that the key player there is Trey Hendrickson, who had a monster season last year. What can the Jets expect to see from that Bengals pass rush attack tomorrow at MetLife Stadium? So some of this is noise because it's two weeks and he had easier assignments. But I will say uh, my guy, DJ Reader, the nose tackle, is probably the best player on the front right now. Mm-hmm. And by pass rush win rate was the third uh, defensive tackle in general. There's Aaron Donald, who sets the bar about 20% higher than everybody else. <laughs> and then uh, there was one other guy and then him. And he's also seeing double teams over 50% of the time. So he's doing really well. And But some of this is facing like Matt Farniak of the Cowboys. And who's that? He's not going to be playing for them in a couple of weeks. So you don't really need to find out. Uh, he is what you would think a, a, a guy, like a backup level guard. But that's when your nose tackle is able to beat that. That's the sprinkles on top of the ice cream. You know, his run stopping is the, what he's there for. Trey Hendrickson himself hasn't been playing as well as he did last season. Uh, I don't think he's been terrible. But he hasn't had the toughest of matchups. He gets a little bit of more attention than any of the other guys just because he is the guy you have to prepare for as a pass rusher but yeah what you think dan moore versus trey hendrickson or a rookie left tackle 
who really was playing guard all training camp for the Cowboys at left tackle uh, against Trey Hendrickson. You think Trey Hendrickson should mop the floor with these guys, but they're holding their own against him. He's getting, he's getting a couple wins. He's winning, you know, he's winning a fair amount, but he's not dominating those matchups. And I am not positive who the Jets left tackle will be this week. You can probably fill that in, but again, it's probably a, a, a situation where I would look and think, Oh, Trey Hendrickson should take that matchup, but he hasn't done that to a to at least to a high degree this season. So he'd have to show something he hasn't done this year uh, in the Jets game to really take over. I would expect they probably also give plenty of help to him. Let's talk a little bit about the secondary, Mike. Jesse Bates is the best player in that secondary. There's no question about it. We know what happened in the offseason with the contract situation. They'll try and iron that out later. But on the field, he's a stud. Eli Apple is a player who here in New York has always been a controversial figure. Tell me more about what the Jets should expect from that secondary because they could be in for a long day with Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, and Corey Davis coming at them from the Jets' side of the ledger. Yeah, Chidobe Wujie probably had a career year last season after being with the Cowboys and being solid. He was pretty good last year for the Bengals. I, I would maybe even say good. Mike Hilton, he's he's pretty good himself too. I, I don't want to sell these corners short. I do think they can be exploited. They're not an elite trio. But those two, I think, are pretty good players. They can be beat, and they were beat last week a little bit. But mainly the guy that gets beat is Eli Apple. Last week was what you would think an Eli Apple game is. He was able Hmm. to put together a okay cornerback two season last year. But this year, he has not done that. Um, He is what he is. He's he's aggressive. He's... uh, but he's able to be taken advantage of. And if you're going to attack anybody in the Bengals secondary, it's probably him. Um, I would expect that Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, and Elijah Moore, who I think are three really talented guys, kind of excited to see if the Bengals corners can hold up with them because they have some other tough matchups. Uh, <laughs> thinking of the Bills and the Chiefs and all these other big passing offenses, the Buccaneers, they play them this year. So if they can hold their own against the Jets trio, can they hold their own against those type of guys? Uh, but yeah, the one I'm worried about is Eli Apple. Whenever you go into an offseason and everybody's hoping for a cornerback as your fir- first round pick, and then you end up with the same guy you had last year, probably not a great thing. Mike, the Bengals are 0-2, but they very easily could be 2-0. We know that they lost that first game because of a missed extra point, ended up going overtime, and they lose to the Steelers. Week 2, they lose on a field goal as time expired. And this is a team that has talent. We know that. They've struggled. But you have to imagine they're going to play better at some point. It's only a matter of time before that damn burst. They're not going to keep catching these unlucky breaks. And they know that at 0-2, their season very well could be on the line because they're in a very tough division. How much of that is going to factor into what we see on Sunday? Do you think they're going to come out extra aggressive, wounded animals who know that their survival is on the line? I think they will a little bit because if you fall to 0-3, that might be the season. It doesn't matter how good you are. I mean, you... Theoretically, you can end up 14-3, but it's so hard, and the latter half of this schedule is the hard half. That's where the Bills, Chiefs, all these other games come. So they have to win this one. you got two tough games coming up. Don't want to look ahead, but Thursday you play the Dolphins, who are a pretty good team, and 2-0, and then you play the Ravens uh, the week after. And 
look, the, those aren't easy outs. Those are playoff level teams and not to disparage the Jets. They could make the playoffs too. Uh, but it is also Joe Flacco and not an elite defense. So you have to think, uh, even if Flacco's playing pretty well for himself, you have to think like you have to win this game. If you lose this game, the playoff real, the, the window for this season really kind of, becomes a little shut and that's really disappointing for a team that was just in the Super Bowl and a young team that was just in the Super Bowl. So I do think they're going to come out aggressive. They're going to try to take this game probably wire to wire. Just no doubt. Don't leave anything up to chance, full throttle foot on the gas type situation here. So that's, that's what I would expect. Um, But also on the other hand, they haven't been playing as well as they could. So does that bleed into this week? I don't know. And sometimes that aggression is what hurts you because I felt like they were trying to be aggressive against the Steelers early on, and then you throw four interceptions. So you can't have those types of mistakes. You have to execute as well. But I do think they are going to come out aggressive and play like the season's on the line, like this might be a little bit of a playoff-type game. Mike, with everything you just said in mind, what do you think is going to happen in this game? What's your prediction And how do you think that Zach Taylor and his staff is going to approach this from a coaching standpoint? I think they're going to try to take advantage of their wide receivers because that's what you should do if you are the Bengals in this situation. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what coverages the defense is playing. Find a way to get your wide receiver the ball in space or in these one-on-one opportunities because even though I think Sauce Gardner is going to be really good, uh, it's a different animal to play Jamar Chase <laughs> than it is most other guys. And the other corners, I don't know if they're going to be able to, you know, we said it, the Bengals wide receiver group might be, is very good. And to me, they are probably the best in the league. Um, and they haven't shown that. So I think they want to showcase the wide receivers, play well there, do a good job on defense of getting pressure and maybe getting a couple turnovers. My prediction for the game, though, it probably is about 27-17. I think – I just – I don't think I can – the Bengals win in my prediction. Uh, but I, I don't think you can say that the Bengals are going to win by multiple scores or blow a team out right now. I Even if on paper this is a Super Bowl team against a team that was picking pretty high in the draft last year and they don't even have their quarterback, they are – the no – discredit to the jets they're playing pretty well they beat the browns last week and the browns are a good team even without a quarterback they've got Brissett, who's fine and then they almost they they were hanging with the ravens for a while so don't want to sell them short they could they'll probably keep this game close in my opinion so even though i think the Bengals want to just go wire to wire and put no luck into this situation i don't know if they can right now with the way everybody's performing Mike Santagata, writer for all Bengals and co-host of the It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati podcast. Thanks so much for coming on and helping to break down the Cincinnati Bengals with me ahead of their matchup with the New York Jets tomorrow, MetLife Stadium. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out your work, follow you on social media, how can they do that? You can follow me on Twitter at Bengals underscore Sands, S-A-N-S. Uh, I'll have plenty of clips from this game, good or bad. So maybe, <laughs> maybe wait and see. Do the Jets win? Do, are there going to be good clips for my team, or the Jets lose? And I don't know if I want to follow that guy. <laughs> Make sure that you follow Mike, despite what he just said. He was underselling himself. You should always be following people that cover opposing teams and cover them well. Mike does that, so make sure you follow him. Check out the It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati podcast. 
And be sure to read his work over at All Bengals. Check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some awesome All-22 breakdowns, including a breakdown of Garrett Wilson's phenomenal performance in week number two against the Cleveland Browns. So watch all those videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. That's youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers Quinn and Williams bless you thank you shirt the Zach says go long shirt the Zach the Ripper shirt the play like a jet logo shirt caps mugs hoodies it's all there tpublic.com that's teepublic.com and be sure to give us a five star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play playlikeajet.com Anatomy of an ad Subconsciously trigger emotions through music Perfect Define an opportunity Imagine talking to millions of people across the US like I am now Identify a problem Creating an audio ad is time consuming Offer a solution Utilize cutting edge AI Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds Well we did To create this ad to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.